Hey guys, this is RG. Welcome to the Cricket World Cup Daily Podcast. So, the World Cup is well and truly away. We've had um, close to uh, five matches, in fact, six matches already completed. And the first thing that surprises me is that nine out of ten teams in the World Cup have already played uh, matches and some have played two matches. But India is yet to have its first match. Um, anyway, we'll talk about all of that in this week's or this in today's episode of the Cricket World Cup Daily Podcast. So stay tuned. guys so uh, Pakistan took on West Indies uh, in the second match at the Trent Bridge ground Trent Bridge is an amazing uh, ground it's got a lot of history um, there have been a number of great test matches played there so I think I thought Pakistan started pretty well uh, both Imam and Fakhar they looked good but um, you know when they came into the crease but Imam was out very very cheaply um, there was uh, great fielding by the West Indies keeper Shai Hope um, and uh, overall I think uh, West Indies were really good in restricting Pakistan to 105 which was their lowest total in the World Cup um, but I'm pretty sure Pakistan will, will come back very strongly. In fact one of the things that is unique about the Pakistan team is they can just surprise you uh, at, at times when you don't expect so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, the West Indies, I think it was um, pretty um, easy for them. They came out batting Chris Gale, Shai Hope, both were at their very best. Chris Gale was pounding a number of sixes and I think he's uh, broken a record for the most number of sixes um, somewhere. I, I don't know exactly what the record is, but uh, I believe uh, he, did, he did something like that. Uh, Mohammad Amir, I thought... Uh, bowled pretty well. I think he was definitely keeping the pressure up on the Windies. But uh, again, the the batsmen definitely let them down. So uh, it was it was certain that the the Windies would cruise through, and they finally aced the target uh, pretty much um, in the 13th or the 14th over, I guess. Um, yeah, in the in the in the 14th over. So. That was that. Um, I thought Pakistan um, tried hard. I think it was uh, it was a rough start for their campaign. The West Indies obviously very confident. So let's see how that goes. So um, uh, game three of the World Cup. Uh, Sri Lanka took on New Zealand over the weekend. The match was at Sophia Gardens in Cardiff, Wales. So, as you know, England and Wales are both hosting the World Cup. And this was the first match at Cardiff in Wales. Um, Cardiff has played host to a number of one-day internationals before. And it's also um, recently it's also recently become a test venue as well. Um, so here, uh, I, again, I think um, New Zealand were way too good for Sri Lanka. Um, New Zealand won the toss, they chose to field, but uh, right up front, um, in New Zealand took very quick wickets and Sri Lanka was um, really finding it hard to, to score. 
there were some there were some good hits um i thought pereira tried to play pretty well but again the wickets were tumbling really fast and um henry and and, and trent bowled were completely all over the sri lankan team um so they crashed from 92 for 6 to uh i guess they were all out for uh close to 136 and yeah they closed the all out at 136 again two asian teams um pakistan and sri lanka uh back to back scoring uh below par scores much more much less than than what they can they can actually accomplish uh ferguson and henry took uh, three wickets apiece and new zealand needed 137 runs to win um i think it was pretty easy they got cracking from the start um gaptil and munro um pretty much raced to their 50s uh, very quickly and um they actually uh, hit the target without uh, losing a wicket and so it was a clinical victory for the new zealand team uh in their first outing at the uh the world cup next up was um was uh afghanistan against australia uh from the bristol ground um this was the match 4 of the world cup again over the weekend um afghanistan interestingly won the toss and chose to bat i was very surprised with that decision because they actually pride themselves on having a very good spin attack or a very i would say um a spin attack that can give you the run for your money um that's it i think they they tried their best um to get a good start but you know if, but in in the in the 21st over itself they were already 77 for 5 and i was uh, mostly expecting them to you know be all out within 120 or 130 but i was actually surprised uh i thought uh afghanistan really came up uh, really fought along pretty well um uh, they really picked up the pace um and especially towards the the latter overs were um, their their pinch hitters uh, najibullah sorry najibullah and other pinch hitters like rashid they really tried to uh keep the score going and uh, there were some good sixes as well uh there was some good hitting by rashid as well overall i think uh they did really well to uh get to 207 which uh, which i thought was uh score was a pretty uh, competitive score given that uh both sri lanka and uh new zealand uh, sorry sri lanka and pakistan scored much lesser in the previous uh two games um <clears throat> pat cummins took three wickets um and zampa had three wickets too um there was definitely smith in action in a in an interesting uh, pretty good run out a good piece of fielding to get nabi out australia they came um they were batting out from the start uh Finch and Warner um Warner did remarkably well to um ignore the crowd and just focus on his batting um Gulbuddin and Dalat tried to curtail the Aussies but I think Finch and Warner were really too good um yeah uh, overall I think it was a pretty easy victory for um for australia they did lose a couple of wickets so they lost kawaja they also lost smith uh very quickly but uh, warner scored 89 and uh it was uh, finally pretty easy for 
uh, Warner and Maxwell to finish it off. So there you have Australia winning their first uh, World Cup match and getting on to the points table. And finally, the last game of the weekend, it was match five at the Oval, Bangladesh taking on South Africa. And with this, um, all of all the nine teams were basically in the fray, Bangladesh opening, uh, playing their first match and South Africa playing, in fact, their second match. Um, so it was uh, going to be an interesting game, although I was expecting South Africa to, to cruise through. But guess what? It was really, really a surprise. Bangladesh pulled off a surprise victory to uh, defeat South Africa at this game. Um, it was a great batting by Shakib and Samia Sarkar. They did really well to uh, get a score uh, above 300, which was their first, uh, uh, their highest score in the World Cup and in ODIs. South Africa, they didn't really look uh, with, uh, they didn't really look uh, agile on the field. They were sort of slow and their body language was not very uh, impressive and it was very really surprising um, uh, for them to uh, to sort of slow down their momentum uh, already and maybe it was because of their loss against England. Uh, Bangladesh so had a score of 330 for 6. South Africa, they started off well, Decock and, and Markram, but um, they they kept losing wickets at periodic moments and Mehdi and uh, Shakib Hassan had excellent uh, bowling performances to finally restrict um, South Africa to um, uh, to, to 22 runs. Uh, uh, I mean, with a deficit of 22 runs. So there you have it. Uh, South Africa lost to Bangladesh, and that was very surprising. A lot of the people uh, in, in the news, they're actually saying that it was not so much of an upset by Bangladesh. Their time has come. But clearly, this is something that has uh, definitely taken the, brought the World Cup alive. Finally, that brings me to the last uh, segment of this episode, which is where is India? It is really surprising that the World Cup is uh, into its officially the second week, and uh, we've we've seen uh, five days of cricket already, and India has yet to open uh, their account. And in fact, uh, the first match of India is not today; is not tomorrow. It's on Wednesday, so it's really surprising that. Um, the, the Indian team has gotten so much time to prepare. Now, I've been reading of, of reports that this is all part of giving players rest after IPL, but um, I don't know. I, I just feel that, you know, watching other teams get into the momentum, playing their first game, their second game, can also just have it, uh, have a negative effect if the team is just watching them and not um, out on the field. I feel like India should have played their first match over the weekend uh, or at least by today, uh, which is Monday. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's really surprising. I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure what the rationale is. Uh, clearly, the ICC should uh, be a little tough about these things and not allow individual teams to plan their own uh, itinerary in a, in a global tournament like ICC. Anyway, I think part of this is just like the frustration to uh, of not have of not seeing India play at the World Cup yet. And I worry that, you know, as we wait longer, um, 
you know we the the waiting period can have a negative effect we're already hearing rumors about kohli's injury uh, vijay shankar is recovering uh, kedar jadhav uh, is is recovering uh, bhuvnesh is also i think uh, just recovering now and i think the more you wait uh, on the sidelines the more it is bad for you as a player and as a team and of course for uh, as fans too anyway uh, i guess we just have to wait till june 5th for india to begin their world cup while um the other teams are basically on their way but uh, stay tuned folks tomorrow we get you a report again from the classic match today between pakistan and bangladesh uh we'll talk about it tomorrow all right see ya sorry i meant pakistan and england uh not pakistan and bangladesh all right see you all tomorrow